to be here, uh, sharing the good news about Christmas. Uh, and I wonder, what was the best gift that you put down uh, when you walked through our doors this morning? Uh, were you the person that put down a private island? That would be pretty awesome. Uh, or the big one was hope. That's a really good one, isn't it? We all need hope at Christmas. Uh, now, if anyone has something to say about the best gift that there is over Christmas, it's Hollywood. Uh, because according to Hollywood, they keep telling us the same message about Christmas year after year. Because they keep telling us that the best gift isn't something that you can unwrap. It's not any physical gift, not even a private island. But it's actually who you are with at Christmas. It's actually about relationship. Uh, year after year, Hollywood keeps telling us that Christmas is a time of creating, building, and restoring relationships. Uh, whether it be your typical Christmas romantic type movie uh, while, while you are sleeping or love actually, uh, but even the Christmas movies that come out over Christmas that you wouldn't normally think about as being about relationship, uh, like some of my favorites growing up in the 90s, uh, Home Alone or Die Hard. See, on the surface, Home Alone, one, this one is about a, a light-hearted, uh, fun movie about a kid trying to outwit some burglars, trying to rob his home, and the other one is one of the best action movies ever made, in my opinion. But you take a closer look. Even these two fun and action-y movies, they're actually about relationship. See, Kevin is a kid who is separated from his family, and while at first it's really fun, he gets to do all these things he couldn't do before, but then he really misses his family. But more than that, he meets Marley, a man who has been estranged from his son, and the story is resolved when he is reconciled to his son. And then you get Bruce Willis, Die Hard. Uh, the movie isn't resolved when the bad guy dies, but actually the movie is finally able to finish when Bruce Willis's character, John McClane, is reconciled, restored in his broken relationship with his wife. See, these movies, over and over again, talk about relationships, and they're so well received at the box office, people keep paying money to see these movies because Hollywood knows they strike a chord in our hearts, particularly during Christmas time, right? There is something about Christmas that shouts out loud, it's not about what you unwrap. It's not about unwrapping the latest gadget. It's not about getting that epic red pocket from your rich relative somewhere out there. It's not about gazing expectantly at the bundle of gifts as they pile and grow under the Christmas tree. Now, don't get me wrong. I love these things about Christmas. They're great. They're so much fun. But I think instinctively, we know that's not what Christmas is about. Christmas should be celebrated with loved ones, family, and friends. And so I wonder for us, if that's why we're here today, stepping into perhaps a church building for the first time in your life, because someone close to you, someone dear to you, has asked you to celebrate Christmas together with them, with us. How wonderful is that? Your, your friend or your colleague or your family member has asked you to come along. And that's wonderful. 
It's wonderful that you're here with us to celebrate Christmas because Christmas is about relationship. It's about celebrating together with the people that we love. But the thing is, we all know what it's like when we can't be together with the people that we love. We know what it's like to be separated from the ones who we are supposed to be close to, right? Uh, Particularly over the last couple of years, uh, those of us with family or friends, uh, either interstate or overseas, we know what it's like to not be in their presence. Uh, As good as technology is, right, we've all realized that after a while, Zoom does not cut it anymore. I mean, just just last weekend, uh, we tried to do a Zoom family call with our family in Sydney, and between the, the kids climbing all over us, trying to play with our phones that we were Zooming on, between the lag, between the audio issues cutting in and out, we were just sick of it. We just wish we were there in person. And as unfulfilling as that is, to not be able to be physically with the people that we love, I think there's another part of physic. Uh, of relational separation that's even worse. And that is when our relationship with those whom we love or who we're supposed to be close to, it's damaged in some way. Maybe trust has been lost somehow. Maybe there's been some profound disagreement on some core fundamental values. Uh, Maybe something like uh, religious differences. Maybe it's political differences. Maybe it's even about the COVID vaccinations. We've seen how that's split friends and family apart recently. Maybe it's on how you're supposed to discipline your kids or not discipline your kids. It could be so many things. But somehow, those relationships that were, were supposed to be so strong, well, it's been broken. You're no longer on speaking terms with each other anymore. Have you guys felt that before with someone that you love? If you have felt that, then you know that that rift, it just keeps gnawing at you all the time. It makes you feel empty, right? It makes life feel like it's meaningless. So even if you unwrap the best present that there is, right? Getting that, 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 that gadget that you always wanted, but you're out of relationship with the person that matters most in your life, well, you just don't enjoy that anymore. It makes you feel empty. We've all felt that before, right? But here's the thing. If that's the case, what happens when an even more crucial relationship in your life has been damaged? And you might be thinking, what, what relationship could you be saying, speaking of that's more important than family and our loved ones? How about relationship with God? Relationship with God. That might be a really odd thing to suggest I'm sure, for some of us sitting here. But let's just think about that. If our relationship with God is broken, could that explain why so many of us walk through life as if something is just always missing? Though you can't quite put your finger on it. Uh, That even if and when you get everything that you ever hoped for and dreamed for, your, your dream job, your dream career, your dream car, house, that perfect spouse and all the kids that you want, you get all that, but then somehow you're still left a bit empty, right? Have you experienced that before? Getting something you've been longing for for ages, no matter what that is, but when you finally get it, it just feels a bit underwhelming? Could it be that our constant dissatisfaction in life 
isn't that, isn't because we don't have enough stuff or the right stuff, but it's because we're missing an important relationship in our lives. Relationship with God. Now you might be thinking, hold on a second. What does that even mean, relationship with God? You might even have any category to put that in. It's not something you can even conceptualize or, or, or think about in your mind. Because what do you think about when I ask you to think about God? Do you have in your mind some really big, really old man uh, sitting up there somewhere on a throne in the clouds? And when you picture him, maybe he's, he's angry, he's distant, you can't relate to him. Maybe he's just sort of some impassionate judge just always calling you out on things. Is that, is that your idea of God? Or maybe you have in your mind a God that's not even personal, right? He's just some sort of disembodied spirit floating out there. He's just there. Or, or maybe he's some sort of impersonal force that just permeates the universe in a very Star Wars-like fashion. Or maybe you look at the world around you and you think, God isn't all that great. Look at all the suffering in this world. Look at all the pain and the misery. If this God exists, he must not be very powerful, right? Or if he is powerful, then surely he doesn't care about all the suffering in this world. Is God distant? Is he unrelatable? God doesn't care about me at all? Is, is this how you feel about God? Well, friends, this is where Christmas comes in. This is why Christmas is so good. This is why Christmas has been celebrated for 2,000 years and counting. Because at Christmas time, we celebrate God stepping into our world. God enters our world as one of us, as a baby, just like we all went through. Because in a very real place, at a real time, 2,000 years ago, in a little town called Bethlehem, on the other side of the world, God steps into our world as a human being. And what makes Christmas so good is that no longer do we have to wonder, is God even there? Does He exist? Does He know I exist? Does He care about me? Does He care about my suffering, my pain, my loneliness? Is He even real? Because at Christmas, we are told, yes, yes, God is real. God does care about you and God loves you. How do we know this? Well, God cares so much that even though all of us, in some way or some form, we've ignored God in our lives, even though our relationship with God was broken because we didn't seek God. We've ignored Him. We didn't care about Him. We didn't listen to God. We didn't seek God out. But at Christmas, God seeks us out. He comes as one of us, enters into our world to save us. Right? If you were there 2,000 years ago, you could have laid eyes upon the baby Jesus. If you were there 2,000 years ago, you could have reached out your hand and touched God in the flesh. We celebrate Christmas because it is proof, physical proof, that God cares, not just from a distance. He doesn't just Zoom call us. He doesn't speak with a booming voice from the heavens, but He comes in person. He steps into our presence. 
He enters the room physically. And see, that, that love goes beyond just coming to hang out with us, right? But Jesus, this baby, would eventually grow up and would give his life for us. He would die on the cross in order that our broken relationship with God would be restored. Because that's what it takes to fix that rift created by how we have ignored God for so much of our lives. It takes someone perfect. It takes God himself dying on the cross to restore us back so that we can be welcomed back into God's family. The restoration of that one relationship that we need the most. All we need to do is to accept God's gift. Now, I'm not sure what you put down as you stepped in through our doors, uh, what you put down as the best gift that you would like to receive. But as you walk out today, my hope is that you would take notice of God's perfect gift for you this Christmas. Because God cares for you deeply. He loves you. God is not a distant God, but He has already drawn near. We know that because God came in person. And so come, this Christmas, come and see God's gift for you. Come and see baby Jesus lying in a manger. God in the flesh, come to dwell with us, to be with us. And so that we can have intimate relationship with our God. Merry Christmas, everyone.